Hello and welcome to episode two of Kawuno Cast. We're here this week with the guys from Edward Carter Solution. We have David Bancroft and Alice Gilby, and we're going to be talking various subjects such as the four-day week, health and well-being in the workplace, general sales, recruitment, and finding talent. So we're going to go through to our suite now and start discussing those welcome things. Guys, uh, thank you for coming down for the Kawuno Cast. If you'd just like to introduce yourselves and tell us what you do. Wonderful stuff, Alice. Uh, I'm Alice Gilby. I'm head of talent at Edward Carter Solutions. Um, my main job role is to recruit talent locally um, into the business. Okay, yeah. wicked. Wicked, that is actually a really good title, is that? As head of talent. I think it's the best. Yeah, it's the best. It does sound so appealing, though, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. You're like people, I'll apply for head of talent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. I'm just a boring old managing director. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously founded, yeah, founded the business in 2009, um, yeah. and obviously it's my remit to look after the, the well-being of the company. I think in attracting Alice to the company, uh, it, was, it was a big thing for us. Um, and what was the reason surrounding that? Why, was, why did you all of a sudden create a yeah. head of talent role? Yeah, so I think this is the irony that exists within recruitment uh, and the industry as a whole. We make money through finding people, yeah. um, and we provide talent to our, to our clients. Um, and, and that's how, of course, we make our money. Um, attracting talent to our own business is actually an incredible challenge. <laughs> right. um, and it's, it's, it's ironic, as I say, because you, you, know, you would think a recruitment agency can recruit their own people, but our networks, um, all of our marketing, uh, all of our focus are on technical skills. So we recruit for SAP and IT resource. Okay. Uh, obviously, when we're looking for recruiters, we're looking for salespeople are looking for maybe techies that have got an interest in selling um, yeah. and they don't really sit within our networks so very often Fair. agencies will actually spend money with agencies to find people for wreck their own wreck. agency yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so wreck to wreck um, it's it's i think a, a good um, structure it's a good model uh, but we actually found locally in Leon C Rectorec coverage isn't altogether that good and um, right. so again we brought Alice into the business and um, she works to promote our brand she works to promote the company uh, to to our more local community and, and ultimately develop networks of recruiters to attract them to our business. Uh, so, so talk to me about that touch on the what's it, what, when you come into the office <coughs> on the morning yeah what do you think right like, today I'm going to do with this? Uh, nine times out of ten it's like okay what am I going to video today? Okay. Um, so yeah. for anyone that is already following my LinkedIn. Uh, that's um, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted yeah. to get you down today was yeah. know, I've watched a lot obviously of your videos and such mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. Yeah. You're sort of like a seasoned LinkedIner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I try to yeah. do as yeah. well. Yeah. And that really intrigued me and mm. I wanted you to get down because there's some subjects that we're going to talk about Cover. today that I wanted to talk yeah. about. But, it's yeah. um, something in my interview um, that I wasn't told about it was kind of put to me on my first day after I was off the job role which is great so I was kind of just taking it all on board but um, yeah kind of part of uh, attracting talent to the business is making people aware of what is local uh, what is our environment like because um, most people kind of the old-fashioned way might kind of log on apply for a job role um, and all they're actually looking at is can I do these tasks? Yes, I think I can apply. Um, they don't actually look at the, the full package, so what does the company offer? What is their environment like? What are their team like? What do they do on lunch times? Whereabouts are they? So it's all of that kind of thing. Um, and then when I started, it was kind of as we are in a, in a great environment and there's so much to capture in pictures and video. Um, and since I have started, it's kind of 
broadened everyone's horizons and everyone kind of goes, oh, I've seen your video, that's good. And yeah, yeah they're well, taking notice now. And that's yeah. one thing I didn't notice when I came up. I mean, I've been up to your office yeah. a few times, yeah, course, through yeah. Southend United, yeah. you know, mm. I met through there and yeah. over to across to Coruna. And one thing I've always sort of like noticed is you do seem to have a good environment mm. there. Thank you. And it's when, uh, uh, you do. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't know, I mean, behind closed doors, could be whipping <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's when I did a, a mental health video yeah. uh, the other day. Yeah. And that is one of the key points I wanted mm. to get across is mm. if you're not happy at work, yeah. find somewhere yeah. else because I think it is so important yeah, it to, is, yeah. to yeah. promote that health mm. and well-being yeah. in the workplace. Without a doubt. And, and I think for us, obviously, we're a relationships business um, and if you're not happy in your environment, then the relationships that you're building, the people that you're engaging, you know, they won't buy into you, 100%. obviously. So, yeah, you so you have to be happy in, in your work yeah. and we hope that we're creating that environment and, and people are happy and as such successful. Definitely, and the fish tank, that's got to be a mood calm. It's a good one, yeah, it was something I always wanted at home in fairness, um, but you know, it's difficult to justify, but yeah, in the office, you know, what, what, what better? <laughs> yeah. And you're very hands on with that as well, I remember yeah. I called for you the other day, Yeah. Um, and Dave like, will try and dodge my calls a lot of the time. So I've like resorted to say, well, I've got a ransomware virus ready to launch on his computer if he doesn't call it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this. The yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. the other day, and I was like, oh, I can't talk to him, and he's got his hands in the fish tank. Yeah, yeah. he did, yeah. It could be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it to yeah. 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 So, how would you say that you promote health and well being in the workplace, or your viewpoints on it? What's um, a mixture of ways, really? So, through social media. Um, is massive um, within the team so since I've started um, we're actually trialing our first lunchtime yoga session today nice. um, and it's something that I took on board back in January um, to help with my kind of stress levels anxiety etc um, and a lot of people that haven't tried it might think it isn't for them um, but it's very very important and a lot of workplaces are taking it on board now yeah. um, stress and anxiety in the, in the workplace is, is absolutely huge and if your company can offer something to help that um, then, then why not? So um, we've got a, a good taking from the guys today. So obviously that's one of the ways. Is it your first session today? It is, yeah. Tonight, today, yeah. yeah. We'll so it. Um, yeah. So again, people will see it on LinkedIn. They might we'll do some videos and, and pictures and see how it goes. But mm. um, uh, I do think yoga is a good way to go as well because yeah. it's not yeah. only physical fitness; it's, it's also mental. about that mood calming and mm. it's about Absolutely. Like mental yeah. health yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, an old lady that does it, I'll put in, in touch yes. with you. Like yoga works, where she'll actually come to our office and do yeah. it. Yeah, that's cool. And yeah. if I look like her. When I'm 47, yes. then I'm Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Taking up your and it's, um, it's things like I was to Davis when we was getting a coffee. Is I've I've learnt there's a move that I've learnt to do. It's taken me nine months, and then once you do that, it's a massive achievement. Yeah. Um. But it, yeah, it just keeps focus. So a lot of people might not understand it. They haven't tried it. But I think if you've got an open mind, um, try it. If you can bring it in. So um, I had to try and do it three times a week. So um, I'm also doing it when I finish work, half five. Fair. Get to the studio for six and, and kind of do it on Tuesdays, do it on a Monday evening as well. Mm. Um, and it just kind of helps you gather your thoughts, switch off. Because yeah, a lot I mean, of people, that's yeah. massively important. I think the switch off element. It's like even at lunches, I'll encourage people to try yeah. and step away from the office, yeah. even walk, yeah. go down the beach, yeah, have a glass yeah. of wine at Italia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And we've got the same. So where we're like five minutes from Lee Broadway, it's, um, yeah. Dave has implemented no eating at your desk. Um, because a lot of people tend yeah, to yeah. work through, oh no, I just need to get this finished. 
Um, and it is proven you are much more effective and you work harder if you remove yourself from the desk, take your lunch break, go for a walk and come back and start again. Yeah, um, when it was at Southend United, I used to do it and I used to go, basically go to Tesco's, whichever gave me a meal deal. Yeah. Not, not for our brand promoting it. And I'd sit and watch um, um, The Groundsman. Yeah. Basically just watch. Therapeutic. Yeah, it was literally like I was in a trance. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a big thing. We used to see people sat at their desk obviously mm. from the moment they arrived to the moment they left um, and actually although they're physically at their desk for longer for productivity we find it far better if they step away go for a walk as they broad Reset. nose is mm. yeah it's, it's within five yeah. minutes it just clears your mind some fresh air some daylight you know I've, yeah. I've worked in offices in the past where you know certainly through the winter you arrive in the dark if you don't leave the office uh, until you, you, you're at the end of the day, you don't see the day. That's an oppressing state of mind to be in. So. And that's, and that's, that's yeah. upon us now. I mean, it's, it's yeah, that no, winter absolutely. is coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's already here. Yeah, so yeah, it's winter is here. Um, around that, then, yeah. one of the things I wanted to talk to you about four day a week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's going to be some mixed Different, opinions yeah. on this. Yeah. But go. I mean, I, th- I think we see four-day week, uh, again, if we're talking about LinkedIn as, as a channel, we see so many posts at the moment about four-day weeks, and a lot of people are advocates for uh, reduced days uh, working. Um, for me, as a concept, I think it can work. Um, I just question whether or not for every industry virtual it can work. Yeah. So as an example, our company is all about building relationships and we're a service industry client. Yeah. Now, if you're a client of ours that have a need, then it's our job to fulfill that need find a resource and staff your team. If we're not there for one day a week, what support are we providing you when we're not in the office? That's um, where I completely agree with you in the because I know you were quite an advocate of the four day yeah. week, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm more of a swing mm-hmm. towards that because obviously working in IT, if there is a disaster yeah. as such and we're not in the office yeah, to deal with it. Yeah. So, uh, flexible working mm-hmm. hours uh-huh. or because of how modern technology is yeah. where there is more flexible space that you can work and you can work from home just yes. as easily as you can work from the office yeah i believe in more flexible working hours mm-hmm. but yeah i'm not an advocate of the four yeah, yeah i think stuff. it's so tough because we've seen we've seen all sorts so for example these days uh, in tandem with four day weeks you see you're seeing people take on side hustles so they're doing work on the side yeah now i'm aware of a company that are offering a four day working week and the staff that aren't working on that day are actually working in other jobs. So what you've essentially got is a health benefit, uh, a mental benefit of less engagement that's actually then facilitating them to work more uh, with different people. And and I'm losing track of that. So so I don't know as you should restrict that exactly, but I don't see that you can opt for a four-day working week on the same money as a Mm five-day pro rata and then engage in another job on that day you've essentially freed up because it's it's eradicating the benefit for the following yeah, week. Absolutely. I completely um, agree with that. I, I think that if you're working in a project environment, so if you ask me to deliver a project of work, um, and I can fulfill that by working four days a week, you're getting your value, you've yeah. agreed on an, an amount of money, and everyone's happy. Yes. Yeah. But I still maintain, uh, and whether it be restaurants or recruitment, <laughs> um, you know, in service industry, if you're not there, how can you okay, possibly so add value? 100% you know? agree. And it's, uh, not all of your staff are going to. I, I sort of am advocate of the flexible working hours. Yeah. So I think I mean, there's so much to do within our jobs. You mean yeah. a 40 hour week? And mm. when's the last time you saw one of them? Yeah, exactly. I think it was like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, um, that's, 
there's so much to do. I don't think. I, sometimes I don't think forty hours a week is enough. But yeah, because I enjoy my job. Yeah. yeah. I, it's for me. It's not yeah. a challenge to do yeah. the additional yeah. hours. It's yeah, what I want yeah. to get the stuff done. Yeah. But I, I am an advocate of the of the sense of if somebody say you were structured to a forty hour week and we stick mm-hmm. to the forty hour week thing. Yeah. If they were to get that in with Monday to Thursday mm-hmm. and then they have Friday off, or yeah. they've got all yeah. the extra hours in Monday to Thursday and finished at twelve yeah. on a Friday. I think, again, so, going back to that. Yeah, we were talking about that this morning, yeah. wasn't we? And then you been, couldn't do it for everybody. No, you couldn't. And it, it, again, as they said, it is industry dependent. It depends on your job role, what you do, because it wouldn't work for everyone. It can't be straight across the board, this is what's going to happen. But um, there is, I've seen a few posts as I was leaving on Thursday, um, someone posted about a picture of their office. It was completely empty. They've got in early and they were finishing later because they can get more work done because there's no one in their office and there's less distraction. Yeah. So you have to think about within your five five days at work, how many conversations do you have with your colleague? Uh, yeah. How many times do you go uh, for a break and get a cup of tea or go out for, if you smoke, go for a cigarette? Yeah. How many hours is that? So if you was kind of getting in earlier, finishing a little bit later, getting all of your work done, then potentially you probably could free up another day. Um, the other viewpoint is, is depending on, on what job your role you're in, if you're given a four day week, some people could take advantage of that situation. This, yeah. Other people who have, enjoy their career, love their job, no matter how many days a week they work, they will finish what they've been asked to do. Yeah, because you, they, they, they love their job. And that's, you have got those clock watches. Yeah. That, yeah. So yeah, for them it's going to be yeah. like, sound, yeah, yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm off and then, five, five like task. Yeah. 5.30 Thursday, see you yeah, later. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas other people, if they know, so I know, for example, I don't work Fridays, if I haven't finished everything, I will stay in the office a little bit later. Hmm. It, it is, hasn't affected my mental health in any way whatsoever. Um, I feel like I can structure my week for next week um, and then I've still got got Friday off and most people now will have their emails on their phone and, and some people will disagree but um, if I do have a day off it, it doesn't affect me in any way whatsoever if I've got a reply to something or I've got to ask no. a question for someone that's in the office at all yeah, um, while I'm out. It's, yeah I mean it's, it's going to be thought provoking isn't it and in terms of other issues that I can see potentially with four day working weeks um, you do see some companies that are trying to squeeze the 40 hours into the four days mm. so yeah. if your average working day is eight hours uh, and you're taking 20% of your time a fifth of your working week out uh, yeah. um, if you're going to then bolster that on top of the four days yeah, talk about an extra two hours per day you're yeah. pushing people up to 10 hour days yeah. and if the motivation again is health well-being um, how is that helping? Yeah. Um, and, and again, I think these are the these are the areas that that, that it needs needs some some thought. Um, I'm aware of an agency that I think on the south coast um, who are currently trialling four day working week. Okay. And I engaged with their MD a little while ago, um, and he spoke about a complete close down of, of their business on on Fridays. So it's not as though they have staff on a rotor that will always have coverage. They are shut on a Friday. Right. And I personally, I can't buy into that. Mm-hmm. No. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't know. But I suppose, and I, I think I said to James last week as well, um, back kind of before when I was in sales, I very rarely got hold of anyone after 12 on a Friday, especially in London, because people were out lunching or they finished early, etc. So it was always very, very hard to try and nail someone on the phone. So I think, again, it is industry dependent. If you find that you're in a sales industry and you're you're not getting any productivity from your staff on a Friday, yeah. then that could potentially work for them because that is the day where kind of least activity happens. It tends to be like dress down Friday, mm-hmm. a little bit casual, um, make a few things. Again, industry dependent, it wouldn't necessarily work mm. if you was in a restaurant or you was in retail. It, that doesn't work, but...
something. Okay, so just going back to escaping the city. Yeah. How are you finding? Are you managing to attract much talent away from the city? You know, as your role, like mm -hmm. your, your role is to attract the yeah. right talent yeah. for your company. Yeah. Essentially, and I would probably imagine that most of the talent, as we've yeah. seen in in most other industries, yeah. is towards the city and within London. Yeah. How are you finding that transition of convincing people to come away from there? Um, I find it easier because <clears throat> I'm an example of someone that actually did used to work in London, so yeah. it's not kind of a case of I've never worked there and don't understand how it is. So, so you're basically your own case study for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so th therefore I do find it a lot easier when people are kind of asking what the benefits are, etc. Then it's easier for me to say, well, I used to do what, what you used to do and obviously as you know. Um, and for me to relate to that, so um, a lot of my videos are around kind of how much travel is. And I used to, well, I say London, I worked in Stratford, and you okay. kind of say, okay, well, it's only 45 minutes on the train. It, it isn't, by the time you leave it, it's only 45 minutes. It's like one of the promotional yeah. videos or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, 45 yeah. minutes from the city. Yeah, yeah. Mm, is no. it? And it's, and it's kind of a case of, okay, technically, if the train doesn't break down or isn't delayed, <laughs> yeah. um, then yes, it's 45 minutes. But from door to door, you're, you're looking an hour and a half Easily. each way. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's without what used to be £5, it's probably more now. A day. Well, that's one thing. I'm an advocate of this as well. I mean, it's like I've never actually worked in the city, mm. Mm. but I think I've been to the city enough times to realise <laughs> I don't want to yeah. work yeah. there. Yeah. That morning commute, I, yeah. it, I, it'd be like I'm paying five thousand pounds a year for it as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like you know, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't pay five thousand pounds a year to go have Japanese water torture yeah. or something. No, exactly. yeah. I'd pretty much assimilate yeah. the yeah. two. The actual journey on the tube, the change in between, the rudeness and arrogance of people. There is literally common courtesy is a thing that was abolished, I think, oh twenty years gosh, ago. Yeah. From commuting to London, yeah. I could not bring myself yeah, to that do it. Doesn't exist yeah. anymore. I, I think when I started the business, that that was a big um, element uh, for, for us. Of course, where are we going to be based? Yeah. Um, uh, and for me, I worked for a large city recruiter, um, and the common denominator of our talent is none of it lived in London. And so, <laughs> so we were in London. Um, our clients, um, some in fairness are in London, but of course that we, we had them the all over the world at the time. Yeah. Being in London didn't do enough to justify being there when you considered the toll it took upon the staff. Yeah, and the rates as well. Yeah. I mean, that would have been another reason to not actually go to London for the rates that people are going to be paying that. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously to rent office space is expensive and the rates on top of that, of, of course, and and yeah, as I say, for, for, for us as a business in setting up, it just didn't make sense. There wasn't enough justification to be there. Um, and actually, being in Lee, uh, being near to home, having the amazing amenities that we've got on Broadway, yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer for us. I mean, I talk about that morning commute. I imagine mm. you, at that stage in London, were commuting with a lot of people, that <laughs> other recruiting yeah, companies. And, and I think this is the funny thing. We had uh, one lady that, that worked in our office that I think lived in London in Canary Wharf. Apart from that, we're all on the train, uh, so they're going into Liverpool Street, Fenchurch Street, they're going to Tower, but you know, all over the place. Um, but they're coming from the home counties, um, and and as I say, the denominator was the talent lived outside of London. Um, and now, as a business positioned outside of London, we're looking to engage those guys that sat on the trains that aren't enjoying their commute yeah. uh, and that are really, truly wanting to escape the city. Yeah. You know, I like going to London now as a tourist uh, and for an occasional meeting. I mean, I love, I do love like, 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 like a night out in London, and yeah. Camden Town yeah. is like one of my favourite yeah, places, Shoreditch, yeah, yeah. but 
yeah. still okay yeah. if you could take that commute out and just yeah. get a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, and, and it was like Groundhog. You, you know, you'd work Monday to Friday in the city, uh, and my wife would say, "Oh, should go to London on Saturday." And it's a shame because it takes fun out of an amazing place. So uh, yeah. yeah, I think you, we now have the best of both worlds. It's accessible. We can get there. Um, obviously, we can meet clients if we need to, of course. Um, but but we're near to home working, and, and there's a lot of benefit to that. Definitely. I actually done some some research, and it's probably back in one of my previous videos about how much time we spend on the train, how much time we're at work. Um, we're at work over seventy percent of the time, um, and I worked out based on kind of your average five day week and your your couple of weeks holiday that you take per year. Um, if you work in London, you spend on average around one month out of the twelve just travelling <laughs> to and from work. I'm travelling one month on the I do, yeah. yeah. I was like, even the driving to one, I've had some meetings where I've had to drive in, and the yeah. M25 yeah. or the world's biggest car park, as I like to call yeah. it. Yeah. There's a, 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 it's a, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's absolutely it horrible. I set off for, I jinxed myself on it, I actually set off for a meeting. Um, it was up past Watford, where well, was Sutton? Right, okay. um, I was going towards, I thought, was it Sutton? I can't remember now. No, it wasn't, sorry, I tell a lie. Yeah. I had to go up to Solihull um, to visit a site. the Midlands, yeah. Yeah. And that's quite a way around the M25, and you come off there. I thought I'm going to have to set off at six o'clock in the morning. Didn't have to be there till ten. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to have to purely yeah. because it was only two hours, sort of forty minutes yeah. on the Saturday. I thought yeah. the traffic, and I actually jinxed myself, flew through the M25. Yeah. The traffic was on there. Yeah. 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 First time. Yeah. A one two seven. Nothing. Yeah. And I actually rung my boss and was like, yeah. "I've jinxed myself. Here. I'm going to make it well mm. early." Ah. Oh, so yeah, when you take into consideration those factors of the journey yeah. times, so mm. I, mean, I mean, you wouldn't yes, get me no. working in the city anyway. No. I'm a city boy for the nightlife, but not. Yeah. Yeah. not I think for I mean, quite a few people that I've interviewed, you do get um, people that are just starting their career, are very much, they want to be in the city because they love the the. The the kind lifestyle. of social life, they love the lifestyle, their friends are there, um, which I completely get and I've done it and it's nice and you can go out on Thursday night and get to work on, on mm. Friday, it gets a lot harder as you get older. Um, but yeah, when the you, three day hangover yeah, hang <laughs> or, or a week. Past 32, <laughs> I always found that sort of yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, whereas before you like, get on the train, half past seven, it doesn't bother you, but um, yeah, just you speak to people and they want to be there, whereas I think as you kind of progress through your career, um, you then start to realise that, that time is more valued to you. Um, than, than anything. And I think, actually really touching on this, because we're going to talk generally about sales as well, yeah. Yeah. I find I'd want to attract the people that I've sort of settled down as well. I mean, there's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing better than a, a youth and the hunger and such yeah. that they've got. Yeah. But for wealth of experience-wise, yeah. you know, I, I prefer somebody that was more settled down, that yeah. would more mm. want to continue with their life and find that yeah. work-life balance. Kind of add to that culture of well-being in the workplace because they they understand it and they want to be part of that as well, so they can yeah. kind of help help nurture that in the workplace. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's not not to say that it can be anyone that's right for the job, but yeah, certain people want to be in the city for that reason, and, and others it, it doesn't worry them. And I think um, nowadays people are yes, the the pay packet is is very nice, and that's what people want when they want to go to work. But the kind of second down from that is okay, what can the company offer me that will help me maintain my my life at home as yeah, well will help me and that's what they want they want more time they want to be less stressed and not so, have to suffer with anxiety mm. so. talking all the general because you've worked in both environments yeah, yeah. Like, where would you where did you find sales easier city or 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the problem with City is there's a lot of things that can go wrong en route to a city that can put you off in a sales context. Yeah. And so sales is all about mentality, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it's about being in the right frame of mind. Oh, and if yeah. you've had delayed trains, cancelled trains, if you've had leaves on the track, tracks have been... Sorry, there's leaves on the yeah. track. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 450 ton metal yeah. moving yeah, exactly machine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. telling me you can be put off by a leaf. Yeah. I can do it on a push bike. <laughs> So, yeah, if, if you're talking about that in the morning commute, then that will put you off. Um, and, and for me, um, there's less that can go wrong when you're working locally. Uh, and for that reason, you can probably condition yourself, prepare yourself better to start up uh, your day as planned um, and be more successful in sales outside of the city. Um, you, you know, it's stressful. Um, fighting your way through a tube station. But it massively um, And it's like within sales as well, it's like I've always been, an, always been an advocate of it. I mean, there's so many good businesses around here. Yeah. I mean, I do love Southend, I love Essex yeah. as yeah. a yeah. whole, but I mean, Southend, sort of Basildon, Chelmsford, Leoncee, the, the, the areas we have here. Yeah. And I've, with a business, I don't know if you'd have a similar structure, but I was when, when I owned an entertainment company, mm -hmm. it was find business within 10 miles of my house, yeah. or my office. Mm -hmm. If I can't get from there, yeah. go further, go yeah. further, and go further. Yeah. And there's that much opportunity here. Yeah. I find that, I mean, it's not easy, sales mm. isn't easy, no. but it, it, for the amount of businesses and, and, and big corporate businesses mm -hmm. we have around here, yeah. there's enough work for everybody to yeah. go for. Yeah, I, I think for us now, there's more local business than ever. Um, we specialise in SAP recruitment, um, and that isn't so particular to this part of our county. Uh, yeah. Our clients uh, are multinationals, they're globals, they're the leading brands of the world. Um, so you'll find them positioned in, in fairness cities, but it's not limited to London. In fact, when you take financial services and banking clients out, yeah. most of those large clients are in Manchester, they are in Bristol, they might be in Edinburgh or Birmingham. Um, so the fact we're not in London, it really doesn't affect us because our clients might well be in Birmingham or Bristol yeah. or Manchester or Edinburgh or Dublin. Um, I think we now offer IT recruitment services aligned with our SAP core strength. Um, and it's at that point that we're now starting to engage local guys a great deal more than we have done historically. Yeah. Um, because as you say, you've got some big, credible companies locally and certainly within the Essex area um, who of course make use of IT. Um, as yeah, yeah. does, future proof. Some companies, uh, fantastic. And yeah, we, we can work with them now. Um, and yeah, there's nothing better than saying, yeah, I'm five minutes away, you know, do you want to meet up for coffee or yeah. should we talk for your project? And it's such a great place to work. Uh, 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 Meet somebody up for a meeting as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. If you're meeting up with somebody absolutely. on the Odyssey and you're going to yeah. something like the Estuary or something, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. such a brilliant that's, place to be. That's a free lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Everyone's happy. Yeah. That's fine. They're also very nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're also very, very nice other yeah. restaurants and such within Lake. Yeah. Um, it just but, tends to be one of my. Yeah, but no, it, it is great. Um, <laughs> you know, we've got restaurants, we've got bars we got great um, coffee shops and a lot of independents as well as nationals as well. So if you fancy your cost, you got it. If not, you've got three or four local guys that yeah. are fantastic. Yeah, the boutique element yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's got a real character. It's, it's a nice place to be. Uh, it's, a, it's a good place to meet. Uh, we've in fact done some interviews there in the past ourselves. Um, so perhaps if, if it isn't appropriate in an office environment where everyone can see who mm. you're talking to, yeah. you know, it's great to have that um, you know, facility and amenity nearby. Um, we trialled a little while ago something called walking interviews. I don't know if you've heard of this before. No, yes. yeah. no go on, yeah. with it. So, so essentially, if you were coming into to our office for an interview, shake hands, you know, hi James, you know, nice to meet you, etc., etc., um, and the interview would start from the front door and walk down to the Lee Broadway. 
And, Fair. Uh, have the coffee, interview goes on, walk back to the office, interview goes on, uh, and then the interview ends when, when we get back to the office. Yeah. You see, I'm not sure how I feel about that, because uh, not from a, 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 I don't disagree with yeah. you. I'm quite a naturally clumsy person. Yeah. So well, that's, I would that's the first time I'd be interviewed and wouldn't yeah. just stack it into yeah. my hand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 but then your personality comes out. Have you dealt with you tripping over? Okay, that's funny. And it's funny because a lot of people do get very anxious, they get nervous in in an office environment. You know, big big meeting room table and and yeah, obviously people being able to see him and that kind of thing. I think you get a chance to see people's characters, personalities when they're out. You know, if they Shout at pigeons, we don't want them. You deserve yeah. that pigeon, I stand yeah. by it. <laughs> you know, I think what, when it comes to it, it, it's just embracing different um, approaches uh, and trying to engage different uh, processes uh, to see people in, in, in different Different circumstances, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll embrace anything that's a little bit different, uh, a little bit new. And, and if they're not familiar on scene, you can give them a little. A little guide. Cool. Yeah, 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 absolutely. How lovely it is. Yeah, yeah. no, and it, and it is a great place to work yeah. and, and live in. Fairness. I guess the final topic that I really wanted to have a quick conversation around. Yeah. Thank you both for coming down. It's been Not a pleasure. pleasure. You're welcome. Yeah. Topics they've covered. I'll send you the final cut before I release this on Friday. <laughs> Was basically sales in general. Yeah. A holistic view of sales. Yeah. Um, problems you find with sales mainly from a candidate perspective, I mean, what, what would you look for in an ideal candidate candidate yeah. within sales and what okay. problems do you find, what, what's the buzzword you want to hear when somebody's okay, yeah. through? So, so I think a, any form of sales you need to be energetic, you need to be enthusiastic, you need to be positive, you should be resourceful, uh, ambitious, driven, motivated, hungry, you know there's lots of things that you need to be positive. That's just a nice little script. That's not what we're after. Anyway. Yeah, no. no. Um, so you know, positive people that that, that want to be successful. I want to work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and want to yeah. work. And, and I, I would say that probably something that's lost lost often in the process of of salesmanship, if you like, is is work ethic. Um, and this right, hasn't changed. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so and I think this this is sometimes lost in the process. People think that sales can be an easy easy thing, an easy concept, and mm. some people certainly make it look easy. But work ethic, I think, is at the heart of every successful salesperson. I think it's at the heart of any any successful person. I mean, you, we see videos like they're always popping up on Facebook all the time, like Will yeah. Smith was saying, "Yeah, you make sure you're the hardest working. Yeah. Yeah. You're there at seven. You leave at seven. You yeah. just make sure you're the best there." Really. Yeah. And it's amazing how yeah. many people don't seem to pick up on that. I mean, it's like yeah. the, the the sales type that was like they expect it to fall into the lap. It's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And in actual fact, that can be a bit of a blessing and a curse. So if someone someone's in a sales environment, because I was in sales before I was in recruitment, and um, but if you're in a generic sales environment and very early in your career you uh, achieve success, that can sometimes be a real curse. You can almost stumble into success. Yeah, because yeah, you've already set uh, the bar. Thinking, <laughs> thinking, this is easy. Why, why doesn't everyone do it? Um, and, and then you don't know how to respond when things don't go well uh, and you aren't so successful. I think that hard work will make you successful in, in most jobs uh, and sales recruitment specifically is no exception. You know, you can be a half decent recruiter with a real strong work ethic and be very successful. Yeah. You know, if you're a good recruiter but you don't have that work ethic, you're going to struggle. Yeah. yeah and no, and you will do in any sales in a, any sales format. So for us, 
for all of the buzzwords that exist, uh, entrepreneurial and um, you know driven money. The man will give effort. Yeah, it's, it's work ethic and professionalism mm. because we do engage with with credible companies um, that that have uh, an expectation of, of how we'll perform. And I was I, yeah. I'll always go for the person that would go above and beyond the call of duty as well. Yeah. I mean, because and the person, I think that's the way that you you're going to achieve. You know, I yeah. know you want to find a healthy work life balance yeah, but I, mean, I know you do yeah. a lot to keep people happy in the workplace yeah, absolutely. anyway yeah. I still am going to accept some FIFA challenge yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think if you and that's I think where a lot of companies do get it wrong which yeah. way you obviously don't mm -hmm. in the sense that they'll expect to have everybody's lives mm -hmm. but so you don't expect that but people would want to work harder for you yeah, because absolutely. you create a great environment yeah, to work yeah. from the flip side of that you can say well oh, I'm not going to I don't want to do a 70 hour week I want yeah. to see it but yeah. It, I think we have a mature environment, so I think our team know that if they have a client that have a need, then it's important that they work to fulfil that need. Mm -hmm. You know, we have incredible brands trusting us with, with their work, um, we, we support them, um, and, and that doesn't stop at 5.30 necessarily. And I think that's really important, again, in recruitment and sales as, as a whole. You know, your job is to get the job done. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and, and there's probably no fine point in that. And, yeah. and if, if you feel as though you can stop the clock on the market, well, you're wrong. Um, because we, we've got incredible competitors. You know, we work in an industry with incredible depth, there's lots of options. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's at the point that you stop committing to the job that you're going to stop it, you know, enjoying the success of, of the job. Um, so, so yeah, we, we have perks, we have benefits, we're in a phenomenal area. I think we've got the best office I've ever seen in recruitment, uh, and I've been in a few. Uh, <laughs> it's very nice. It's, 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 I'm not just saying it, it's very nice. Yeah, and, yeah, and, um, some of the videos you'll see it. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, we trust people to work hard and professionally uh, when they're in our environment. And, and yeah, it's not about us standing by the door asking, well, why you're going home, it's yeah. about people when they're leaving knowing that the job is done. Um, and <laughs> you know, let's, let's take it back to that parents thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but you know, these, you know, we're paid to so deliver service. Just like a, a pop quiz. Yeah. Because I mean, there's various structures within sales, isn't it? You've got some people that are talented at maybe getting past the gatekeeper. Yeah. You've got some people that might be talented in building that relationship or opening that door. You might have other people mm. that are talented at maintaining relationships, which yes. are your good account manager style yeah. sort yeah. of roles. Yeah. You have brilliant closers. You have. A, mm. Yeah. There's so many different perspectives. I mean, if you got the person that's mm. good at everything, you. Yeah. 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 What yeah. would you? What would you say your preferred? Yeah, because so, there's some elements you can teach, I think, within sales. Yeah. And there's certain elements that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I, I think for us, um, and, and you may have seen this in a video recently that we posted, um, we often distinguish uh, our team as either 360 degree recruiters or 180 degree recruiters. <laughs> that wasn't. Not salary. <laughs> 160K versus 180K. Um, so 360 would be somebody that can fulfil the entire recruitment process. So they're good at client outreach, they're good at engagement, they can account manage and look after relationships. Uh, simultaneously, uh, they'll be very strong with their networks of candidates, they will attract resource to those clients, deliver and ultimately close, close that deal. That deal. Yeah. yeah, so right from door opening and cold yeah. calling right through to yeah, final absolutely. Yeah. So this in our industry would be the most rewarding role because yeah. arguably it's it's the most challenging. You know, you, you have to wear every hat quite well to fulfill um, a 360 position. Um, yeah. 180 um, 
is a is a real skill, but it's focused on the candidate side. So you don't have the client outreach, you don't have the engagement with the businesses. Instead, your whole focus is on delivering candidates into client relationships that are managed by other people. Yeah. Um, and that's where you may see, um, and we actually have need for business development consultants, uh, account management consultants, um, of course, 360 resource that can do the whole thing, and 180 that will support either 360. Um, all the account managers, uh, or, or of course the BD guys. So going so back to the quiz element of it. Yeah. Let's pick three elements. Yeah. Door opener. Yeah. Relationships of maintainer. Yeah. Deal closer. Mm -hmm. Also builder and maintainer, deal closer. Which one would you prefer? So if somebody's got one talent, uh, you can teach the other two. I think in a sales context, if you look at it as bluntly as hunters and farmers, yeah? Yeah. Um, I think hunting is tough. Yeah, you're on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you don't know if you're coming back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think sales uh, on the front end, it will always be the most challenging. And yeah. so to engage with new companies, to engage with people that have existing relationships with other agencies, um, they have preferred supplier lists of, of agencies that might have survived for, for years yeah. to manage to find an opportunity to sell in at that point, that would be the, the key skill. Yeah. Um, I think that account management you know, can be done badly. I think it can be done very well. I think that delivery of resource can be done well, can be done badly. And similarly, closing, some people do struggle just to ask so that, actually, that, that final question. question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Do you want the business? Can, yeah, can yeah, I have your business, please? Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic, and they don't know how to close yeah. it, and it's, it's, it's a struggle, yeah. I have experienced it, they've got the pitch together, they work so hard on yeah. the presentation, on yeah. the project of work mm -hmm. that they want to propose or deliver, and, yeah. the and then they've sent that across, and it's all a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. there's just that fear of, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they feel like Oliver Twist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, you are not begging for business. You're simply asking. You know, you you've asked us to deliver a service. We feel we've done that to a high standard, and that the the options that you now have are uh, probably above and beyond what what you may have looked for. Um, you, you know, it needs to come down to definitively. You know, is there an offer? <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Can, yeah. can we offer this candidate? Because of course. You know, we, we don't own these candidates. The, you know, many are freelance, and, and the guys that are looking for permanent engagement will be working for the company at any point they could work elsewhere. And if you don't have somebody that's able to ask those questions, then you, you jeopardise the whole process. Definitely. And going back to kind of the work ethic as well, is that there's still sometimes that kind of phone fear. Like you start a new job, yeah. and it's yeah. you, you say you can do these things, and you've got it all worked out in your head, but it's actually physically being able to do it and just picking mm. up the phone. And I think if you've already got that, and that doesn't bother you, and you can pick up the phone, and you mm. can learn everything else around that. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's the more calls you do, the more people you get through to, etc. It's mean, kind of we're not after what one arm bandit, like as in like this with a no. phone, because yeah. the, the, there's more skill to it than that. You, you know, we don't want just someone rattling through Google, just blindly trying to attract anybody. You know, we're no, we're quite particular sure. about who we yeah. who we attract, uh, who we reach out to, uh, and what service we can provide. But yeah, work ethic and specifically um, being happy to, to engage people on the phone or face-to-face, -face, that's key for, for recruitment. Okay. And I think companies have to take responsibility as well. So having a, a good management style and, and noticing that some people are better at other things than others are and then positioning them within the team. So rather than saying, okay, well, this person hasn't hit target 
um, it's not working out, it's a case of, okay, well, what are you good at? Let's move you around, let's put you on that part. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the manager kind of identifying their strengths and their weaknesses and then working with them on their weaknesses to then build them up to get them where they need to be as well. Um, and I think that's something that, that is also important when you take staff on is, is the management staff. Yeah, I'm glad you've spoken about that, those elements because I think there is certain elements within sales that you mm-hmm. you can teach, yeah. but I mean, you can't teach work ethic. No, of course. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that is built yeah. into your when you see through your life, yeah. how you're brought up is how much effort you're going to put mm-hmm. into something and see how much you are as a person and agree with your point as well about the, the phone androids. Mm-hmm. You, know, mm-hmm. the, you know, your classic pyramid sales structure is make 100 calls, you get yeah. 50 warm opportunities, you then got yeah. 25, so on, so yeah. 10 yeah. meetings. I prefer somebody to make 40 quality calls because mm-hmm. the amount of times you see somebody when you when you are, I think with, from a business perspective, it's about setting the right targets mm-hmm. yeah. for people. So if you are targeting people by phone calls, because again, you are going to get these people that are just work to rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are going to go in and just smash 100 calls out yeah. and they could just be going, hey, how are you doing? Good. Mm-hmm. And, but they, you know, and they're not asking all the questions. So yeah. I, whenever I've looked at sales teams or structured sales teams before, I uh, put that uh, that ethos of fifty quality calls. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're asking all the right questions, and you've got to hear no to be able mm. to hear yes. Of course, if you can't yeah. deal with rejection, yeah. especially in sales. Yeah, no, so I actually yeah. like it when people yeah. do hear no because yeah, you know, it's all right, move on to the next yeah. one. But yeah. as long as I've got a no for every opportunity I've pitched for, yeah, I think you need to be robust in sales, <laughs> don't you? You have to be able to take a no, uh, but but ultimately you need to be honest with yourself as well. And I think that's something that I was always very good at was debriefing myself without the need for my manager to, to yeah. point out the mistakes and yeah. the issues and, and the reason why things may have gone wrong in a process. I think if you can be honest um, and you can debrief yourself, you've got a good chance of being successful in sales, 100%. Mm-hmm. Wicked. Well, thank you both for coming down. It's been thank a great James. conversation. No, pleasure. Great to see you both. So, Ali Skilby and Ed, De- Edward Carter, yeah, yeah. from, from yeah. David Bancroft yeah, yeah. Solutions. Yeah. <laughs> Ali yeah. Skilby yeah. and yeah. David Bancroft from Edward Solutions. This has been the second instalment of Kawuno Cast, and we will see you on Friday. Thank you, James. Thank thank you. Can I just have one more thing? Go on. Ron, please can we have a manager at South End United? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please. Here's a massive South End fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Great. Cheers, James. Thank you, mate. Appreciate Cheers. that.